0: Hi, we want to welcome you to the Heights Baptist Podcast. Our mission here at Heights is to love and lead all people to a new life with Christ. Our podcast is designed uh, to help you take your next step of faith, no matter what that is. And so we talk about issues of theology Practical day to day life things, things that are happening in our culture, and how those all intersect and we together as believers in Jesus Christ. We have been in a series addressing mental health issues and how, as Christians, uh, we handle those. And so I would encourage you to go back and listen uh, to the first and the second part of that series, but also here in part three. Parents, we're going to talk specifically about how to talk with your kids about mental health issues. We're going to cover Cover some things about self-harm, the dangers of that, warning signs that uh, you might be able to see uh, in the lives of your friends and others and in your children as well. So we want to give you parents a heads up on that. We are going to be talking a little more of sensitive content. And so if you've got some young ears around you, uh, you may want to uh, watch this later, pop in a, 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 an ear pod in your ear or something like that. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us this uh, podcast episode. So let's, let's talk quickly on Somebody's listening and maybe there's some things that we've said that's resonated with them. Mm. Uh, And I appreciate you sharing your story. um, What are some steps they can take? Like how would, how would you advise? Okay. We, you've, you've heard Danielle, you've heard Lee, Mm -hmm. um, something, something clicked. Yeah. Something who, you know, Holy Spirit got me for a Mm. minute. (laughs) What, What are some, just what are some basic steps that you would advise them to?
1: Um, there's really no like specific this is your first step. Okay. So because everyone's different, every situation's sure. different. So any step that you know is what's going to move you forward to healing. Okay. So for some people that might look like getting on Google and looking up what counselors are in the area. Okay. Of what's affordable. What does my insurance right. cover? Yeah. Um, maybe you're more comfortable with um I know not everyone's comfortable. With, I'm not I'm saying the first step doesn't always have to be you have to go to a person.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, have you sometimes it's just sitting and admitting to yourself like mm. I think this has been a problem for me mm-hmm. for a while. Um, uh, what can I picture of what I would like my life to look like yeah. not having dealing with this. Right. So um if you're comfortable with it, I think going to a pastor um, or a, another, just someone you look up to, right. someone that you trust. Yeah. And um, you don't have to give your whole life story. Right. Um, but you can just... Uh, counseling's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, actually, it is for everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> I understand that... I, need, I get you where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not... I just don't want you to think that my first answer is always, you should talk to a counselor. Right. So. There's going there's a form of counseling in everything. The yeah. Holy Spirit is our counselor. Right. So, um, really, it's just admitting yeah. and accepting.
0: I, I like the way you, you used the phrase. It's, yeah, there's different steps for everybody, mm-hmm. depending on the severity of the situation, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but it's whatever the step is that you need to take toward healing. Yeah. So maybe that's a teenager talking to a parent. Yeah. Or a, a trusted adult in their yes.
1: life. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, maybe that's a husband talking to a wife or wife, husband, I mean, yeah. or a friend, you know, or a pastor or life group leader mm-hmm. or somebody. Um, I think the key, and, and you said it, it's just taking that step. Yeah. Whatever that is, take that step. And it's got to be outside of yourself. Right. Because yeah. Because if you come that to a realization,
1: step. you can't, you can't do it by yourself. Right. We're not meant to do it by ourselves. Right. So. Yeah.
0: So that's good. So let's, yeah. let's kind of shift in our final moments here on parents, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, high school or 16 year old, uh, you've got three, two middle school, uh, one high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a job right now in this culture yeah. because, um, the things our kids are struggling with were prevalent. We're in our day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but now due to social media and, and a lot of other things, it seems like the struggles they have are, are kind of like on steroids. I mean, it's like just yeah. magnified times 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's it's hitting kids younger and younger. Um, we, we had this conversation a couple of podcasts ago with Living for Christ on campus. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just try to encourage our parents. I'm like, if, if, you, if you think it's not time for your, have the conversation with your kids about issues they're facing in culture, like transgenderism, gender switching, all that, They've already had it. Yeah. It's happened among yeah. their friends' groups. So mm-hmm. if you think, oh, no, no, they're not old enough, no, it's already taken place. Like yeah. somebody's already speaking into them. Yes. So now you need to speak into them, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's taken place in mm-hmm. just our culture. It's just, is where it's at. It's hitting these kids younger. So, I mean, my, my heart's really for them because. There, I mean, I would not have wanted to live my teenage years on social media. <laughs> I mean, am just like... So many mistakes. I mean, so <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. I yeah. mean, you know, and I just, the pressures they're under now, things like that. So how do we, how do we as parents kind of just help our kids? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we have those conversations with them or, you know, yeah. just kind of let us peek into the parent home okay. real quick if we can. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, okay. So, um... I don't want to focus on like the don'ts. Yeah. Let's talk about the do's. So um, when your child speaks. Sure. At, um, I've got Molly, the 11 year old. She will talk. Right. Um, and then you've got the older teenagers that their words are few. Mm-hmm. But um, when they're spoken, you to train ourselves to listen. Yes. And That's good. Um, there's some trigger words. There, not, not trigger words, but there are some words that, we know them. They right. kind of pique our interest, like, what yeah. do you mean by that? Right. It's all about our response yes. and our reaction. Yeah. Um, as parents, we want to protect them. And may, this is maybe your first, let's talk about transgender, and right. um, your kids talking about this, and you're like, I didn't think we were there. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you're, you know, just let's have game face. Right. Um, I don't let your immediate reaction be, where did you hurt here? Right. Um Or
0: no, don't think that. Yes. Or no don't feel that exactly or no, you thank know? you for saying yeah. that yeah. because
1: that's a big one yeah um, when a child says something like um, you think about our little kids when they get a toy taken away from them and it's just a cheap dollar tree toy right we're like come on you are overreacting don't right. make it's not yeah. that big a deal yeah but to them it's a big deal. It's like big the biggest deal. thing that happened to them yeah so starting young you can just be with them in that moment. It's right. a big moment for them Yeah. and say what you are hearing. I'm yeah. hearing you're upset about this. Right. Um, because when they do get older and they start saying things like, I, I just want to die. Right. Um, that hits a parent in the gut yeah. and we want to immediately protect them from that and tell them that, no, don't do that. Don't right. you ever right. say something like that? Yeah. Um, because we're, we're scared. Yeah. Um, but that really shuts a person down. Right. So, uh, listening, I guess is what I'm all trying to say <laughs> yeah. and not reacting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to try to focus on um, not making decisions based out of fear. Right. I think that's, yeah, um, that's good. We can replace that with wisdom and having to slow down and not right. scary, but yeah. um, especially when kids are talking about mental health and yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the thing with mental health. Sometimes we can We need to be watching for our kids for signs Mm -hmm. of depression, high anxiety. And what do those
1: signs look like?
0: I think, you know, in depression, one of the things that I've learned is it tends to isolate us from others. And it tends to also insulate us from other people's problems. Mm. So I just Mm. call it, it's an isolation and insulation. So I'm isolating myself now from community whether that be my friends I used to hang out with, um, maybe it's the family unit, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, and I know teenagers are teenagers, but I'm spending way more time in my bedroom alone, than, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, they peek out at mealtime and they're back. I mean, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's kind of as a parent trying to learn um, who are the friends you're interacting with. Hey, I haven't heard you say such and such name in a while Mm -hmm. what's going on there are you hanging out with that person anymore you talk you know so kind of just trying to learn their world learn their community and then to to watch to see yeah are they are they pulling away from people Mm -hmm. that that to me is a a warning sign Mm -hmm. you know um i think in the anxiety part um it's them losing that ability to just kind of function Yeah. On a, on a basic level, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, we call it decision fatigue in our house. That's a, that's a sign of, of having high anxiety is you just, you're no longer able to make basic decisions, Mm -hmm. you know? And so there's something going on there. Mm -hmm. If you're seeing them kind of locked down and like, I can't function, I can't decide things. Mm -hmm. Well, what's happening? Um, so our environment, in our home, which of course isn't perfect, but what we've tried to establish with our oldest son is, you're free to ask any question. Is yeah. what we've always told him. Mm-hmm. So no questions off the table. That's good. You think it, you ask it.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, um, we're we're not going to be surprised by it. Mm-hmm. You ask it, you think it. You know, and so we've, and we're going to give you an answer. <laughs> you know that when we can, we're going to yeah. give you an answer. But we want him to have the freedom. If you're thinking it, you want to say it say it yeah and 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 like you said not trying to overreact
1: Mm -hmm. even though on the inside
0: sometimes I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh you know I'm freaking out on the inside but it's like straight face keep straight face listen Mm -hmm. listen you know dad preacher wants to fix it right away and I'm like no so I think asking like you had kind of said also asking questions in those conversations yes how's that making you feel Mm -hmm. how do you think you need to react um we try to bring conversations back to scripture a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, what, is, what does the Bible say about that? You know, especially when they're they're struggling, I think, with depression and just worry or just where do I fit in? Mm-hmm. Like, man, like I want to in that moment drive their identity back to scripture. Yeah. You know, like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, this is who you are. Yes. It's who you are in God's eyes. This mm-hmm. is who you are. and And so I think as parents, what I'd like to see more of it's just creating that environment where those conversations can happen in a safe place yeah. where they feel we trust them. Mm-hmm. And I think you're dead on our reactions
1: mm-hmm. are key because mm-hmm.
0: they want to trust us Yeah. because they're having the conversation with someone. Yep. <laughs> I want him to have them with the right person. Exactly. And I want that to be me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I know my son has good friends, but I don't trust all the friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean that mean, but I don't yeah. trust all their wisdom. Right. I trust me and my wife's wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, so I want him to have those with us as he's talking with others, exactly. as he will, as and kids he can, will. He
1: can filter that.
0: He needs to learn to filter that, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the other thing kind of in this as we're talking about mental health issues and talking with our kids is to help them try to critically think through why they are going through what they're going through, you know,
1: because they don't have the ability to look ahead to the future. Right. Their brain is not fully developed. Yeah. So yeah, for them to be able to process, there is a reason right. it's going to help. There's a past, there's a present yeah. and there's a future. And there's a
0: future. Yeah.
1: Um. And you don't have to know what that future holds, but right. just it's there yeah. and our choices impact that. Yeah. So um. yeah, I like how you're, helping them see that that yeah there's a process to this and to think about it yeah yeah nothing's please don't do anything final you know right yeah
0: (laughs) no and and i think that's important because you know in in september it's suicide awareness month yeah and you know we need to be able to talk to our kids about the severity Mm -hmm. of that and so i've always treated when an adult says I want to kill myself yeah. or I want to end myself or I don't think I'm worth anything or, you know, there's trigger words. Yes. And I know I'm leaving out a few and feel free to put in the blank there what I may be leaving out. But we need to treat those seriously.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if they seem to be saying it flippantly. Right. Because um, my, my kids sometimes, there was a time when they would say stuff like that as a joke. Yeah. And they didn't realize how it hurt us. Like yeah. we've lost people like that, right. but they don't know that. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you, but with love and right. not anger or yeah. fear. So, yeah. um, definitely like, you know, Van loves to make jokes like that. He <laughs> loves to be a little dark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you just say, so why do you say it? Right. What do you mean by that? What
0: do you mean by that? Yeah.
1: Um, Tell me, you know, tell me more and then of course he's annoyed because he's right. like, I'm just trying to make a joke, Mom, you're ruining you're ruining my punchline. Right. But then there's some there's some real um, they're kind of putting out signals for you. Yeah. And for you to stop in that moment right. and look it straight at them yeah. and care to listen right is a big deal. Yeah.
0: Because I think the 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 key thing on that is sometimes depression can be really masked in people's lives.
1: Oh, yeah, where mm-hmm. we don't
0: know they where we don't know that that's what they are thinking, yeah, and they can put out some of those trigger words, signs yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of what they want is just be heard yeah they want they want to know someone really cares about them in the moment
1: mm-hmm. and, and it's not an it's not an act to seek attention either no, so
0: it, it's it's for folks there they're genuinely hurt and they're hurting, yeah. And they just want to know someone cares yeah. and listens. And they're like, and, at,
1: at such a loss and hopelessness. So right. those are that's another yeah. kind of word that you're looking for. Is, right. um, I feel so hopeless in this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And because there is a, there is a darkness. And, and again, I know we're <laughs> we're not doctors on this, but <laughs> depression is a big scope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, it's there's a scope to that. Mm-hmm. But for folks who have tragically ended their own lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They crossed a line where they said there is no more hope. Yeah. You know, there's
1: And that was all they could see.
0: And that's all they could see. The the world was so dark at that moment they saw no light. Yeah. And to then think where are the light in those folks lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think kind of just try to wrap it up slow down. Listen. Mhm.
1: Ask great, questions. I have a great scripture to kind of go along with that. Perfect. Like we will end with
0: we will end with that. <laughs> um,
1: so we th- I think of Psalm 139. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm. you know the sanctity of life.
0: Yeah. Scripture uh,
1: passage. We like to go there a lot about how you know important that we are in the eyes of God and yeah. um, we are created. Right. And well, I can't. You can.
0: You got it. You're good. I'm saying You're, it. you're rolling away. Okay,
1: the <laughs> um, but there's a section of it uh, right before that um, that really describes mental illness symptoms. Mm. Um, I should have probably brought it up here. I don't. Is that okay? Do sure. Have time. Yeah. Um, so Psalm 139, verses seven through twelve. Mm. Um, hold on. Let me switch to the ESV. Where? No, I want to do. Sorry, NLT. Bear with me. You're okay. I can never escape from your spirit. Mm -hmm. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. Right. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. 11. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. Mm-hmm. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Mm-hmm. Darkness and light are the same to you. Um, and then it goes on. Yeah. I won't read it out, but you know, you've know, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. And that's right. the part that we like to cling to for life, yeah. the sanctity of life. But there's also those moments of just darkness in life yeah. and how we want to cloak ourselves in it right. and hide in it. And we think this is it. This is the darkest it can ever be. There's no yeah. other way out. But yeah. God's like, uh, no, actually, that's light to me. You right. don't even know darkness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I also think it's important to say it, to those of who are tr- like, if you're like, oh, my gosh, this is me and I need help. Right. Um, there's more immediate mm-hmm. means out there to mm-hmm. get help. Um if you are in an emergency situation, please right. call 911. Yeah. Um, but there's a really cool new crisis line. It used to be like a 1888 blah blah okay. blah number and okay. now it's only 988. Wow. Yeah. So you can call that if you yeah. are just in a crisis moment. Yeah. And like you said depression is a broad yeah. it's a scope. Yeah. There's depth. Yeah. So don't feel like well that my issue's not important enough. If yeah. if you are in a place where you just don't know where to go, but you know that you're not going in a good spot, please, you know, dial 988. Um, There's also the Gulf Gulf Coast crisis line. That's a local thing Mm -hmm. where um, you can call their crisis number. I'll say it now if that's okay. Um, 866-729-3848. So what they can do is they can talk to you on the phone, Mm -hmm. they can virtual, or they can come to you with a person. So there's things out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to say, I need help. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay.
1: Please do it. Well, thanks
0: for coming these last two episodes. This was good. Yeah. I learned some things.
1: I learned some things too. Okay. Well, good.
0: (laughs) Well, and we hope you learned some things along the way and and hopefully found some encouragement uh, because we put these resources together for you because we care about you. Um, The Lord cares about you. Uh, God made you in his own image. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus, into this world uh, to take all of your sin, all of your sickness, all of your diseases, all of your mental health issues upon himself on the cross. Uh, to die for them all, so that one day we can be completely restored. And so we want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, we will also love to point you to our website, which is heightschurch.org. We have a resources tab uh, right there that you can click that has some books that we would recommend to you, uh, also some counseling options, counseling centers that we would recommend as a church uh, if you feel like you need that as well. Uh, and so thank you so much um, for just sitting with us and processing these things. We would love to hear from you, uh, help you take that next step of faith. Uh, And so we'd also love to see you in person. Our worship services are uh, 9 a.m. for our life groups on Sunday morning, also at 10.30 a.m. for our in-person worship service. We also broadcast that online at our Heights YouTube page and our Heights Facebook page. And so until we see each other again, hope you have a great week and God bless.